not saying that I agree with what they did. Just saying I've learned not to judge the people for how they grieve. Learn not to judge the hood for how it loves you back. Love from the hood. And honor only bestowed on those who showed the hood the most unwavering of loyalties. I'm talking street niggas. Most literally from cradle to grave. Most literally from corner to coroner. Most literally niggas who hugged the block in their last moments gasping for air. Right before yellow tapes makes a spectacle of their bodies sprawled on cement. If the hood loves you, she'll make a monument of this location. They will bring teddy bears, well wishes, and heavy hearts. This is now sacred ground to be renamed as memorial and landmark. This is no longer Jefferson Avenue, but where Twig got shot. For the next six nights, you see candles like this space holy. Until the wind blows, it's silent. Until the amber is blown in the direction of the summit's next casualty. If the hood loves you, she'll write it in tombstone text. A boy's face and childhood nickname will be written in scripts across a double XLYT. Ain't it funny how quickly death becomes fashionable? A testament to how tragic memories don't fade even in a washing machine. You can expect your closest akin to tattoo your name in the most visible of places. Your birthday in Roman numeral will kiss the left side of your little sister's collarbone long before a boy ever does in grief. We graffiti murals. That's how Biggie and Pac got faces in places that they never called home. I know boys who bore the weight of Paul Bearer long before the rigors of college, but the most famous of us will have streets named in our honor. Martin Luther King Drive and Malcolm X Boulevard both debunk the myth of respectability and proves that no matter the politics, all black boys are doomed to die by bullets. But how can you complain when the hood loves you? And we gonna keep loving you. Long after the gravel has swallowed your portion of the 40. Long after they've packed that car with vengeance. Long after another boy's life is taken in retaliation of yours. Continue in the cycle of trauma and street violence. Yes, y'all. The hood will love you enough to murder for you, but never enough to snitch. Yes, y'all. I know who did it. I was there when they bucked the fourth, fifth. Yes, y'all. I watched the news. I listened as they ended the clip. And yes, y'all. I'll do it again. Yes, y'all. I'll do it again. Damn motherfucking right. I will do it again because I miss my brother so much. But that don't mean that I agree with what they did. That just means I've learned not to judge a people by how they grieve. Learn not to judge the hood for how it loves you back. That's Stephen Wills. How the hood loves you back. Episode six, let's go. Yo, what up? It's your boy, Guys Inc. And we back again. Episode number six, Sace. We got six of them on, on, on a in the in the chamber right now, man. Um, I'm glad y'all y'all decided to stick around with your boy and and hang out with me, man, because it's gonna get better. It's always gonna get better. But yo, man, I got I got a rant. You know, I want to kick this episode off with a rant. I always do that. So I want to talk about how disappointed I am with Luke Cage, the Netflix joint, man. Okay. So the actor on there, Marsha, whatever, the the guy, the real the, the guy, he he dope. Um, the drug dealer, and then his sister, um, I forgot she was a mom in Crooklyn. Like they they dope. Like 
overall the acting was was excellent in that in that production but then we get to luke cage this dude was the lamest superhero i ever saw in my life like they couldn't pick a better actor for this they couldn't pick somebody that was that was more suave you know what I'm saying that had a little more attitude a little more swag with it i know we don't say swag no more but for lack of better words it's the only thing i could think of um they couldn't pick nobody else they it's like they they had a list of people right and they was like who is the most boring who is the most useless who is the most stale actor we could pick to play luke cage ah, boom let's pick him like what out of all the people man out of all the people that was out there you picked him like what was it about just because he big just because he big he got the mask for it right that's what you want to do just and then i couldn't even make it through the set like i it was like pulling teeth through the first the first season and i just did it because i was like oh it's cool it's a black superhero you know what i'm saying he got bullet holes in his hoodies that's dope right dope concept but then the acting man this dude was lame and i'm really upset like and if y'all supported luke cage and y'all wanted another third a third season of luke cage with him as the app the main act like y'all tripping like what's wrong with y'all y'all need to be drug tested y'all need to be drug tested for real there needs to be some type of intervention i'm calling the cops y'all tripping luke cage as an actor, the main actor on Luke Cage, you trash. And yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it to your face because I lift. I'm in the gym too. I'm just I'm just as swole. I'm just as cut up. I'm just as strong. And we can go toe to toe. I don't care. You trash as an actor. You need to find another role. Find another role. Pissing me off all over again. I'm just replaying. I'm replaying all the all the episodes in my head right now. And I'm getting mad again. I'm really getting mad. Let's stop. Let's go. Yeah. Let's start this episode, man. Pissing me off. Luke Cage. What up, y'all? I'm back. Um, so last week I did a top five of the things that I hate that everybody else loves. And Spades was on that list as five. And I caught a lot of heat for that. Like people was like, yo, you tripping. But to my surprise, a lot more people had said, yo, I agree with you. Spades is trash. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was going to be the lone black person like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Get revoked cookouts revoked and then my black card being threatened but now nah, man some other people was like yo dog what was space is trash you know what i'm saying so um that was i just want to give an update to that oh and also i had uh kendrick lamar third on there then uh to, to my surprise nobody really <laughs> objected to that but I, I said that j cole almost made the list and right there uh her poetic truth on instagram uh bath sheba what up sheba <laughs> she uh she hit me up she was like yo i'm gonna need you to rethink that j cole stands like you i was she said i was tripping like she just said something's wrong with me and i'm like i explained to her why and then she told me to listen to one of his uh his mixtapes now i love friday night lights that was cold like i love friday night lights but i forgot the other mixtape she pointed me to but she was like um but i was like that that really don't count because he taking other people beats you know, rapping over that, and that's not really a studio album. And so, I'm looking on like I just randomly, uh, because of her, I went to J Cole on uh, Apple Music, and I randomly clicked on Born Center. Boy, when I tell you nothing but heat, like it was 21 tracks. I think I skipped two of them on there, and if I skip two out of 21, that's that's dope. Like, so I completely, she has completely changed my stance on j cole j cole is not garbage that cd is 
that see i can't it's already in my top 20 and one day i'm gonna let my top 20 go i'm gonna let y'all hear uh what's on my top 20 but it's not gonna be today um but yeah born center dope shout out again to her poetic truth please follow her dope poet dope writer very inspirational encouraging person i appreciate you for turning me back on to j cole signing off i mean until don't don't end the episode because i'm i got more i got more signing off on this segment and i'll be right back all right so as y'all know by now being on the sixth episode of the words i never said podcast i usually take to instagram and i ask a question to my followers and then you know just a little bit of just a little little bit of interaction between me and them and so i asked poets excuse me poets how do you overcome writer's block me personally i just said i listen to music and other people's spoken word performances but you ain't saying really about me it's about y'all so poetic serenity p-o-e-t-i-c-c underscore serenity s-e-r-e-n-i T-Y-Y underscore. She got to be fancy with them extra C's and extra Y's. She just being fancy. What up, Ma? (laughs) She says, I write about anything. One time I made a poem using soap, soap brands just to get the wheels turning in my head. As long as I'm writing, I'm cool. Yo, and that's legit, too, because she literally takes anything. Like, she'll take a can of of Lysol and write a dope poem about it. Like, not even joking. Y'all probably should follow her because... She has some good poems and y'all might, y'all might need to like steal them or something because no, don't steal them. I'm just playing. Cause I hate that. Right. Right. I'm just playing. I'm just joking. I'll steal nobody's poems. If, you st- if I see you stealing somebody's poems, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you're going to catch a fade. You're going to catch a nice fade. Um, I ain't talking about a haircut either. Um, <laughs> poetry is visual. Oh, it's what a rule. He was on the show last week. Um, y'all already know, but I'm going to just say poetry is I Z visual, all one word. <clears throat> he says, Sometimes for me, I just isolate myself, stay in my room, sit in my car, go take a walk and try to clear my head and see what comes to me. Because if I overthink about wanting to write, I might not be able to write. That's true. Um, When I got drops or when it drops in my spirit, I know I got it, man. That's pretty. That's really how I do it, too. You know, Um, you can't force it. You know, you can't overthink it when that writer's block come. You know, you can't force it out, man. When it's time to come, it's going to come. It's like a baby being born. You know what I'm saying? When it's when that baby ready to come out, all you got to do is push and it's going to come. You know what I'm saying? Ain't going to be, ain't going to be no, no writer's, ain't no baby block. <laughs> ain't no baby's block. <laughs> what is a baby's block? Whatever. I'm tripping. So yeah, um, that's how, that's how Rue overcomes writer's block. Uh, we got Chaz underscore Van Gogh, V-A-N-G-O-G-H underscore world. Uh, what up, Chaz? He says, sometimes I stop trying, but text myself several epiphanies. He would say epiphanies. You got to be fancy. You know, Chaz got to be fancy. I'm going to start over. Sometimes I stop trying, but text myself several epiphanies as they come to mind or change my environment for a few. Many times driving around helps. However, there are those disappointing times when I force the writing then edit later. See, there's that force come. You don't want to force it. Because if you force it, it just it just ain't legit. It ain't pure, you know. Um, let's see. Poetic purity. P-O-E-T-I-C underscore purity. P-U-R-I-T-Y. She says music. 
I listen to beats and start writing a rap and it usually turns into spoken word when the beat no longer fits. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting rap and poetry. The keys relieves. Um no. Never mind. <laughs> she says my crumbled thoughts. My underscore crumbled underscore thoughts. Get my heart broken. Oh that's so <laughs> That's a toxic response. <laughs> Yo, I probably should have ran out. Oh, but she says LOL. Then she says JK. Then she says maybe. That's funny. Not funny, but funny. Funny, but not funny. Y'all feel me? Y'all feel me. All right. Right path. 247. Man, y'all got a lot of responses over here. I'm not reading. All. Oh, oh, Henry. Man, Henry, Henry, Henry. That brother is so knowledgeable, man, in everything that he does. And he writes books every time with each comment. You know, when Henry comments on your stuff, right path 247, when he comments, he really has taken in the question or the poem or whatever. He has internalized it and he's going to tell you exactly how that joint made you feel. He's a great follow, man, a great inspiration. Right path 247. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> take a deep breath. Because it's long. I haven't experienced writer's block since I started writing creatively in 2000 because I haven't stopped writing since 2000. Literally. The more we do a thing, the better we become at doing that thing. And the more we'll want to do it. No matter if you're just writing letters in the alphabet, right? It doesn't have to make sense when it serves a purpose. Your goal is to keep the pen moving. So move it. Eventually, you'll get back to where you desire to be. But until then, keep that pen moving. Only thing that can stop a pen from moving is the person holding it. Just my humble opinion, guys. Ain't spoken word. Um, keep dropping these jewels because I'm happy because I'm picking up on them. Happy reading slash writing, everyone. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, yeah, like um, kind of goes back to what uh, poetic serenity with serenity was saying. Just kind of write. Just move your pen. You know what I'm saying? Um, until something good comes out. Like it's 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 that way, and then it's like. Um, not forcing it Those are two Two things that I'm getting Like if you just sitting there Free writing It's not really forcing Because you're not writing about Anything in particular Like when you sit down And you're like I gotta write this poem I gotta write this poem This exact poem Then that's when you start forcing it And it's different from free writing It's different from just Letting your pen flow um, So appreciate you uh, Big bro Right path 247 Oh uh, So last one I'm gonna read here uh, Oh I can't And it will be one I can't really pronounce Right but only Aisha, Aisha, you are the girl that I never had. And I, well, let me find some ABC. That's old school for y'all that don't know. All y'all, y'all millennials, not millennials, y'all, what's the after millennial generation Z? Whatever. Only Aisha, only O-N-I underscore A-I-S-H-A. She says, I read a book, a poem, look at an episode of a show, look at a movie, listen to music, paint. Just try to look at or develop creativity in other mediums. So inspiration breeds inspiration, right? So that's that's pretty much the majority of the answers, man. I appreciate y'all for taking the time to even comment. Like I said, y'all don't have to, but um, I'm glad I'm asking some thought-provoking questions that inspire and spark people to communicate and give some feedback and interact with each other. You know what I'm saying? So that's what all this is about. The words I never said. Stop letting that be words you never said. Don't let writer's block be a reason that you have words that you never said, right? Break that writer's block. Let's go. I'm about to go right right now. Hold on. I'll be back. I gotta go write a poem.
What's up, y'all? Alright, alright, alright. So, I got some t-shirts and stuff, man. Um, if y'all go to the Ink Magazine on Instagram and click on that link and go to merch, y'all will see all the dope shirts that I have um, that I created and that you can purchase. So please, 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 please go take a gander. The Ink Magazine on Instagram. Holla at your boy. Alright, so... What I want to talk about, man, it's going to be kind of short and sweet this week. Um, I, I play chess a lot. Um, those of you that don't know. And there are so many correlations between life and chess, man. And um, I just pick it up. You know, I just pick it up and run with it. And so one thing that I've learned is that uh, pawns are extremely important. Um, pawns are worth one point. Um, they are the least ex- they are the least expensive or deemed the least expensive um, least valuable piece in the in the in the game, but I beg to differ. Um, when you move pawns, the, I, the the point is to set up your set up your attack or, or set up your defense. But the pawns are are the ones that do that. They set up they set you up for success, right? They set you up for for a decent or a great attack or a stout defense. And in the same sense, I just related that to life. Like, okay, as a, I, I'm going to speak as an artist, right? as a poet. Um, what are the five things that are pawns in your life? What are the five things that, that don't cost a lot of money that you can move to set yourself up for success in the future, right? They don't cost much. It's only one point, right? A pawn is worth one point. Y'all feeling me? A pawn is worth one point. So look, identify the things in your, in your, in your niche that are worth one point. Not meaning least valuable, but meaning you're going to move these to help set yourself up for future success. And so as as a, a poet, as a as an artist, I comprise this list. One first point that you can move. Start a podcast. What, what do you need to start a podcast? A phone. Um, Anchor has or other other apps have made it very, very simple to put your voice out there in front of hundreds and thousands of people, right? And starting a podcast can really help boost your following. So when you look at when a pawn makes it across the board, it gets promoted to a better piece, most likely a queen or whatever piece you, you want to use it to, to be. The podcast has chance of promotion, like and promotion, meaning it can be monetized. Like this podcast can eventually make yourself some money down the line, right? It can, it can, it can do that, and it can build your following. Two things that you need if you're trying to start, if you're trying to do something not just with with poetry or anything, but with anything, writing as, as an author, anything, you need to move that pawn, right? Starting a podcast will be an excellent pawn to position yourself for success in the future. Um, I know you can't do this now, but format up what you can. Perform at open mics, all right? And I know the Rona got us all locked down, but guess what? There are virtual open mics popping up everywhere on Instagram. Like, you type in virtual open mic and search that that tag. It's going to be... It's even pages that are dedicated to finding virtual open mics. Like, and you ain't even got to leave your house. Like, you you have literally no excuse. Go find a nice little quiet area, um... A nice little background, you know, or even a white. Why don't care? People, you don't care because what matters most is your what you're saying. Ain't no excuse. 
perform at open mics virtual open mics go live and just spit a performance like that's moving a pawn right there right why what how much does it cost nothing you need internet access you need a cell phone or cameras some kind of camera that can record like on your computer or something and boom that's a pawn and what is that gonna do that's gonna build your following that's gonna that's gonna have people like whoa who is this person or who is that person they was spitting they was doing their thing like they was singing their voice was so it was like a mix between fergie and jesus like it was just incredible shout out to us that brothers but <laughs> that's another thing that you could do um that's moving another pawn what else can you do as a creative um create and maintain a social media presence like it's one thing to just create a page and kind of just sit back and, and let stuff happen. But when you create a page and you become engaging and you put out dope content, like you're going to get a following. And the thing is, you have to maintain that. Like you you have to update. You have to and you don't want to overdo it. Right. You don't want to get on there and, and post every every three, three minutes and, and then flood people timeline with all this. Like You don't want to do that. Like, cause you gonna, you gonna piss a lot of people off and they gonna unfollow you. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna turn them off. Like nobody wants to get, get bogged down by all your posting stuff, content, all every, no, stop, stop, just stop. And if you're gonna do that, man, at least post somebody else stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't always promote your, cause that gets, that gets boring. That gets tiring. Like shine some light on somebody else. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause then with that, what is that? That, that becomes networking. And you you starting to tap into other people following them when you promoting them, cause they gonna shine a light on you. Like, hey, oh look at this, my work is right here. And boom, they shine a light on you. You shine a light on them. Everybody winning. That's a pawn right there. Maintaining your social media presence is moving a pawn. Um, give away some of your merchandise, right? For just give it away. Just that's a pawn, right? Now that might be a little more expensive pawn because you're I don't know what you're spending for that inventory or. I don't know what your what your um, the time spent that you create that art. Like I don't want to I don't want to downplay it at all because it takes time to create art. But at the same time, you have to sometimes you have to just give stuff away. You have to give it away so you can so people can say, "Hey, where'd you get that from?" Oh, I got it from this person. Or I got it from that person. That artwork is dope. Like, where'd you get that from? Oh, I got it from him over there. Or I got it from her right there. Like, that's going to increase your name. And a lot of times, man, people people don't want to buy it. Like, especially when you knew they're not gonna want to buy it. Right. So you just give it away. You give it away and hope that word of mouth does something that's moving the pawn. Right. That's moving another pawn. And all these pawns that you're moving, like I said, is going to set you up for success in the future. Like they, they're, they're the think of, them, think of them as the building blocks for your success. Um, what else here? I think I think those are the main ones. Um, take a photo shoot that's that's cost a little bit of money sometimes unless you can find a, a photographer that's kind of starting out and you're just looking for some clientele um, that's possible I've, I've seen a lot of new uh, photographers doing that um, hey I just need some people to take some pictures boom if you find that great and it's an excellent way to promote to promote you your business or whatever else you're doing um, and also now this is what <laughs> this is what I use and this is clutch I look up cheap services on fiverr.com like it's people that do amazing work on there for like pennies. Like you can go and get a dope logo for like seven dollars or ten dollars if you add the fee. You know, you can get a dope logo, you can get um you can get your book formatted, you can get a book cover, you can do a lot of different things, man, from some talented artists on there. And like I said, upon 
the pawns are not always going to be free. Like they, they, they're very little. They cost very little. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, pawn is worth one point. It's, it's not much. You know what I'm saying? So you're looking at it at, at, at the whole, the broad picture, and you're saying, all right, well, I can get this service for ten dollars, right? And I can get a lot from that service. It's, it's a little bit of money. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm getting a lot back from it. So. That's how you move your pawns. You have to move your pawns to make sure you you set yourself up for success in the future. Um, and I'm just giving away this this advice, man, <laughs> because I love chess. And I'm a chess nerd, and I want y'all to succeed, man. I really don't want y'all to have these words, or not just words, but I don't want y'all to have die with dreams still inside you. Like that's probably one of the worst worst feelings that dying with potential is probably one of the worst things that you can do you know what i'm saying like god has given us talents and what did he do when that when that person buried his talent right he was like you wicked and lazy servant right you don't want to be no wicked and lazy servant you don't want to bury your talent you want to do all you can to bring that talent out and if it's moving the pawns in the beginning so you can put that bishop in position so you can put that knight in position so you can let that queen get ready to attack so you can protect that king then yes please move them pawns because this, this is going to set you up for success. It's going to set you up. Trust me. It's going to set you up. And right now, everybody quarantined. Everybody being forced to stay at home. What else you got to do? You know what I'm saying? You ain't got a number of time. Don't be on the other side of it when, when this quarantine thing is over. Don't be on the other side, you know, as one of the people that wasted their time. You know what I'm saying? Sitting here eating all the snacks. All the all the, the new Twinkies that's coming out. And all the new beef jerky that's that's coming out you testing all that stuff because you ain't got number time and then and, and then you getting fat and then and then you watching netflix all day because you you just want to watch netflix and, and like go over there you gonna be able to tell who came out who, who who went into this to this i'm gonna call it hibernation who went into this hibernation and got stronger and got better and, and refined their craft because they gonna come out they gonna come out swinging they gonna come out sharp they gonna come out ready and y'all gonna come out trying to get back in and swing of things and you're gonna get left. You know what I'm saying? Don't be one of the people to get left. Get right before you get left. Um so yeah, man, moving pawns. I think that's about that that wraps that part up, man. Um like I said, man, it's gonna be short and sweet this week. Uh I think I'm gonna have some more guests on, man. I think that was real fun. Um Rue broke my he broke it last week. <laughs> he broke it. <laughs> He did something wrong on this side, bro. He broke it. You broke it, bro. But nah, it's cool, man. It did sound like we was in prison. Somebody did say that. Her boy, Truth. Uh, but it was all good because it was still a great interview. So shout out to you. We're gonna we're gonna try to run that back, bro. And we're gonna make sure you don't you don't press the wrong button this time. <laughs> yeah, I just aired you out, fam. I just aired you out, bro. I just aired you out, man. But yeah, man, I appreciate y'all. Episode six of the Words I Never Said podcast. I'm your host, guys, and you can follow me, uh, follow the Ink Magazine on Instagram and um, and stay up on all that and uh, all that is going on. And then also, man, I got books like Kroger. Nah, Kroger, you ain't getting. No, 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 no. Sorry. Sorry. You ain't pay for that. ad. (laughs) I got a I got a book out, man. um, The Righteous Center. Just type that in, man, uh, on 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 your favorite ebook platform, The Righteous Center. Um, it's a real dope read uh, from what I heard. So, yeah, y'all check that out, man. But I'm going to get out of your way, man. Y'all have a good week. Y'all stay safe. And like I said, I, like I always say, man, wash your filthy hands. I'm trying to go to the gym. Y'all making it hard for me. Wash your hands so I can go to the gym because somehow that's all interconnected. Somehow it is.
Just trust me on that. All right. Peace.